as a freshman coming from a small town, I really was in all sense of the phrase trying to find myself Mm -hmm. and constantly checking myself because yes, I came in as a freshman, but now I have it in my head that I'm not really a freshman. Like when I go off to school, my freshman year, I'm technically a junior. So I lived in a freshman dorm my first semester Mm -hmm. and until Hampton got all my credits straight and gave me what I was owed, what I was entitled to. All right, 40 Um, acres. (laughs) Look, as soon as they got all that straight and my credits reflected me being a junior. Yeah. I moved to a junior dorm. I I moved to an upperclassman upperclassman dorm. dorm, Yeah, Yeah, I, I moved to an upperclassman dorm. And... That's one thing I will say I regret. Welcome to Ish Happens. The podcast. Not the ish that's happening in your life currently, but we can get into that too. You have your girl Kit here. And Britt. And today, we're going to be talking some shit. As always, we have new episodes coming to you every Wednesday. Make sure you're also following us on IG, Ish Happens Podcast. And we have a website, ishhappenspodcast.com. Where you can see uploads of previous episodes, blog posts about current events, and much more. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Like Vegan's about to take over in this new year. It's the For new real. Wave. It's it not is not only the new healthy, wave. but it actually really does save the environment in more ways than one. Especially the less meat that we consume, the less factories, the less farmland, the less waste that we have to waste, to be honest. Because at the end of the day, just me personally speaking, we're eating the middleman to get to the nutrients. Because the nutrients are actually coming from the plants and the fruits that we consume, which is what the animals eat. And then we're just eating the animal. But that's just me. And are we eating the animal for texture? Are we eating the animal for, I don't know, No one fucking knows. I I, I mean, (laughs) I eat meat, but I eat meat not even necessarily by choice. Well, now it's a choice, but when I was introduced to meat, it's just... My family eat meat. Right. They cook dinner, and if I was hungry, this is what I'm going to eat. So, But a part of that also goes back to like slavery, because in Africa, we weren't huge meat eaters. We were just vegans and vegetarians for the most part. And so over time, with slavery, we're eating the slops, quote-unquote, of what the white man gave us. So thus, we're eating pig and all of that BS. And over time, we just keep passing it down. We don't think about it. It's just natural to keep doing it and passing it down. So when you kind of go against the grain and become a vegetarian or a vegan, people think it's weird, but we're actually just going back to our natural roots. But that's just me. So I'm taking that you're not a fan of chitterlings. I've never had them, so <laughs> <laughs> I would I would never know. How are you just going <laughs> to shit on a like, African-American delicacy? Why is that a delicacy the, to eat an intestine? But look, this is me telling jokes. I <laughs> tried chitterlings. Am I, am I even saying that chitterlings? Chitlins? I think like, it. I think it's spelled chitterlings. Chitterlings. Though. I think it is chitlins. I'm look. <laughs> I'm from small town North Carolina. Chitlins. <laughs> At least spitting all in this damn mic. Chitlins. But um, I've only had it once at my friend's house, and like, yo. 
I just remember coming back home with her after soccer practice, and her mom is cooking it. And, yo, the house fucking stunk. It stunk so bad, I didn't want to eat it. It's an intestine. And I never had it. Yeah, <laughs> like, I never had it. And I was just like, um, I'll just take a piece of yours. Like, I'll take a piece of yours. And, like, she had doubts hers and, like, vinegar and hot sauce. She said it helps with the taste and the smell. And I was just like, hit it for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, I was down to try it, and I did. I took, like, a little small piece. It didn't taste that bad. I think uh, when it comes down to food for me, it's about what I'm actually eating. Because mm-hmm. if I know I'm eating something or if I know it has a smell, like, I, I can never get over that. Like, I, I just can't get over that. And it, it tasted chew Like, you really had to chew it. So after that one little piece I had, like I was just like, oh, okay, well, I could say I tried it, but mm, no, I, I wouldn't try it again. No, thank you. I, I would not try it again. Maybe for some money. <laughs> yeah, definitely. If you want to pay me to sit here and eat a plate full of chitterlings? Chitterlings. Chitterlings. I don't want anything called chitterlings. Chitterlings. <laughs> Look, that's how it's spelled. Look, if you want to pay me to eat a plate full of it, I'm down. Other than that, free will? No, I'm good, sis. I'm good, yeah. love, and joy. No, no, thank you. But okay. <laughs> but okay, that's a nice little icebreaker to get into <laughs> episode two. Hey, now. Hopefully, by the time you're hearing this, you already heard episode one. Hopefully. If not, please go back and check it out. <sighs> it's nice and candid for you. Look, on some real, and like, this is just because, hey. I'm speaking from the past right now to the future. I don't know what episode one will sound like for you guys because I'm still in the process of editing it. And episode one is kicking my ass. Um, There was something going on with the audio. Like our voices got real deep and low. The creator's plague. (laughs) But by the time you're going to hear episode two, I done figured it out. So just go me, however it sounds, go me. I put it out. I did it. Like, I didn't let that big brick wall keep me from creating. So go me, go us. Ish happens. And you just got to roll with it. The topic we have for episode two, and we're going to try to stay on topic, but, you know, ish happens. Ish happens. (laughs) Like, ish happens. I couldn't think, honestly, this is the best name. I thought so. This is the best name because, look, Ish happens every day, B. Word. People get shot every day, B. Every day. Girl, I hear me screech. You'll be all right. But for episode two, we wanted to talk about school. So school or no school? That is the that question. That is the question. Now, Kita, you went to school. Yeah, yeah. Where did you go to school at? Let, let the people know. I don't know about your educational background. My education? Yeah, education. So I went to Virginia Union University, which is an HBCU in Richmond, Virginia. Um, started in 1865, which was initially Lumpkin's Jail. I went to school and graduated with a Bachelor of Science in Computer Information Systems, which I have not yet utilized, and it's going on 10 years. Join the club. But luckily, I don't have any student debt, which you'll hear in the first episode, mm. if possible. If not, I don't have any student debt. Thanks, parents. On top of that, I don't, it's a gift and a curse with the degree. I feel like 
from an employer standpoint, it looks good because you've completed something on your own volition. It wasn't something that you had to do. It was something you wanted to do and you got it done by actually graduating, which is something to do with commitment and um, resilience. accountability and yeah. resilience. But from an employee standpoint, I feel like I'm always having to prove myself on something. And even if I were to get that potential position, I'm still going to have to prove myself when I get there to keep it. So that's one thing. Pro but on the other side, in, what way? in terms of expertise, like if I'm getting hired for a particular position, if I start to lack in that, there's a likelihood just simply being an employee that they can just drop me and find someone else. Because as irreplaceable as people try to make themselves out to be, you are replaceable. There is someone else behind you that can either do it better than you, can be paid less than you, and they can just go ahead and pick that next person. So it's a kind of a competition to an extent to always be able to keep the space that you're in. But also I feel like with school, it was a great experience because I got to meet so many different people from so many different places. Mm -hmm. It may not have been from just different states. It could have been people from different countries who came here for school. So a lot of different perspectives and backgrounds you kind of get to familiarize yourself with and open your mind to different perspectives, different thoughts that you may not have fathomed before, but because you got into different spaces with different people, it opened your eyes, it opened your mind to life. And I think those four years were the best last four years of irresponsibility I've ever had. I enjoyed every year I was in school. So I'm grateful for that. Okay. On both ends. I got so, the paper and I got the experience. So I'm going to call you out for being a rock star on two things. <laughs> Not a rock star. You did your four years, sis. That's it? No extra semesters? No summer class? Four and done. Wow. I treated it like high school. Four years, I'm out of here. And no student loans. <laughs> Man. I'm just trying to be like her when I grow up. I'm her biggest fan. Oh That's gosh. all. She told me everything I needed to hear. <laughs> and what made you choose an HB? Because you're from New York. Mm -hmm. So what made you choose not only an HBCU, but to come to Virginia? What what was that process like? Well, my older sister had come down here for school. She went to Virginia State and got her bachelor's from there. Um, so me kind of just following my sister, wanting to just be in a different space. I've always kind of thought outside the box, and I knew that I wasn't going to always grow old and gray in New York. And so I decided to come down here and live with my sister for my last year of high school, where I graduated from Verona High School in Richmond, Virginia as well. And initially that was to get in-state tuition for college so I could save a couple of coins. But then I ended up going to Virginia Union, which is a private university. So it didn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> I Look, I know how that is. I was about to say, that's a pro tip. If you're trying to go to school out of state and you got go family your last there, year or go two, your last year. Graduate within that state and you will definitely, it'll, it'll pay off. But if you're going to a private university like I did, it really it, won't matter. It won't but matter. at the same time, it did matter to me because my last year of high school was the polar opposite of what it was my first three years in high school, being in New York. I joined a stand dance team. I was in the choir. 
and just the different people, the different setting of the school because it was set up like a campus. Mm -hmm. So that kind of prepared me for college as well, walking around from building to building to go to class, whereas in New York, it's just a big-ass building. You're just going up and down floors. So it's a different experience that I had that did equip me and prepare me for college, which I'm I'm grateful for. Okay. And so... You came to Virginia because, like you said, your sister went to Virginia State. Mm -hmm. So you moved in with her, finished your last year out there in Richmond. But why an HBCU and not a PWI? Um, I'm just... I love this. Ooh. I'm just black. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) I just love my blackness. And I didn't ever think that I was going to go to... A PWI. Now I did apply, and I was accepted to. Who? What was it? I want to say the University of Virginia at Wise, if I'm not mistaken. It doesn't matter. But that was definitely a PWI all the way deep in someone's country woods. And my mom was like, "That's way too far. No." So I was like, "All right, fuck it." So of course I'm just gonna go to the next best thing, which actually should be the first best thing. which is an HBCU, and so I went to Virginia Union. And it's nothing better than being amongst your own people that are kind of on the same wavelength of propelling themselves with education. Mm -hmm. And so that community, that camaraderie, that commonality of just simply being black, we're going to always be different in terms of mindset, our style, whatever have you, but just being in the midst of your own people while being educated, I found that to be uplifting and comforting and i don't think that i would have ever had the same experience had i gone to a pwi and the crazy thing about it is i didn't know and see i'm coming from a small town in north carolina hosky and c you know shout out to the 252 but but i went to an early college Mm -hmm. so what that is for those of you who don't know from my freshman year of high school to my senior year. And typically early college programs are five years. Mm -hmm. Sis wasn't doing it in five. Sis did it in four. I, I just had my own feelings about just not wanting to be in that area at at the time longer than I had to. Mm -hmm. And I was also an overachiever. No one's, Ever, I was the third. I was a part of the third class that actually graduated from that program because it was a, a fairly new new program. program. And so, what I wanted was to like just take advantage of it. Oh, no one does it in four. Like it's going to be so much harder. No, it's not because I'm going to do it, and mm-hmm. I did it. There you go. And so, from my freshman year of high school to my senior year, I took college classes on the community college campus. Smart. And I graduated high school at 17 with my associate's Associates. degree. Mm -hmm. Yep, and my high school diploma. So it did give me an advantage. It honestly should have gave me more of an advantage than it did, but this was me just being what is it strong-headed or bull-headed same thing yeah whatever (laughs) i didn't want to stay in state Mm -hmm. my family's not from north carolina like 
we originate in North Carolina, like way down the line, but like really mine too. My, <laughs> I mean, I feel like we all kind of. If you really right. want to trace your roots, I mean, let's be you, real. You, We're going to start from here, and they migrated the north, yeah, and then they migrated north, and then as the older people got sick, and then they had to migrate down back to down, take, and then people, you know, and it just is what it is, and mm-hmm. so that's what my family had done. And so I went on a lot of trips. I was exposed to a lot of different places that typically someone from the area I'm from would not have been exposed to. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I'm surrounded by just nothing, and I hate to say it like that, but really, like, when I'm surrounded by, like, nothing, nothing to inspire me, nothing to really look forward to Mm -hmm. it kind of it kind of shaped my whole view of just North Carolina as a state and it shouldn't have but it did Mm -hmm. and I just knew I didn't want to stay in state it was like no I'm not going I did apply to in-state cool I did apply to in-state schools just in case Mm -hmm. but I never really had an intention of going it would have been cheaper I honestly might have had my degree already Mm -hmm. i I haven't finished my bachelor's yet but i just i didn't want to i wanted to leave and so i was gung-ho on going to california i was gung-ho on going to new york virginia i ended up applying to schools in virginia because of a little boy because of a little boy i was dating someone my senior year who went to uh, virginia state actually okay and I applied to Virginia State, but it was just more so of like, can I get into where he gets in at? I didn't want to go there though. Like I didn't want to be that. Like no, and I'm glad I didn't. Like I'm I'm honestly glad I didn't. But even when I went to like to Virginia State as like a tour or whatever, it wasn't me. Mm. What was me though was uh, my home by the sea. I didn't graduate from Hampton, but it, it's gonna forever be my home by the sea from the way it shaped me as an individual, Mm -hmm. from the connections that I've met, from the opportunities, just being a student of the illustrious Hampton University, which is a HBCU. Yes, it is. (laughs) Um, It just, it was me. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I chose Hampton. And it wasn't until, and I was, like I said, I was always an overachiever. I was always an overachiever, so I was doing my college apps as soon as they opened up. Like, I was early applying, Mm -hmm. and the advantage that gave me was I already had my options way ahead, and I graduated salutatorian of my class. Dope. So I got scholarships. Mm -hmm. I got those scholarships, sis. Did I keep them? No. But I got them. Got (laughs) them. So it was something to be like, hey, like, yeah, I'm going out of state, but I got a scholarship, though. Right. So I couldn't, for me, that kind of kept all the backlash at bay from, my mom was very unsupportive of me going out of state because Hampton is a private university Mm -hmm. and I don't come from a well-off family. Like I didn't know how I was going to pay for school besides the academic scholarship that they had given me. Like I still have this big gap. Right. That wasn't going to be covered by, you know, your Pell Grant or your federal FAFSA. loans. Like I had mm-hmm. I had 
a Some big gap. had to still come out of pocket. Yeah. So yeah. what I ended up doing was applying for um, a ROTC scholarship. Okay. And so I was going to go Army ROTC, and I got it because of my grades or whatever. I had mm-hmm. a full ride. Messed that up. I didn't want to wake up for PT, but that's actually another story. But to get back to it, I didn't know what HBCU was until Hampton, not only when I applied for the early acceptance, mm-hmm. um, I got in, but they invited me to their honors visitation weekend. And it was from that weekend right there. Mm-hmm. They got you. That got me and really had me thinking like, oh, I'm not really educated on none of this. Mm-hmm. I might be, you know, educated or the smartest where I'm from. Right. And that's like currently not like as a whole course, but, I, but I, I'm going against people from all over the country. Mm-hmm. So where their educational system is, I, I'm going to an early college, but they went to what would be a regular high school for them and they own it. Mm-hmm. It's stuff that I never even got taught or things I just didn't know. And then also conversations I didn't have with my family because I was kind of the first one or not even, I'm, I don't even want to say was because I'm going to finish school and I am going to be the first one in my immediate family that does it. That's dope. So you have to start somewhere. Right. And so the whole HBCU and PWI and like all these terms and stuff, I was just like, huh? huh? <laughs> and it's like, you don't know you're at HBCU. Like you, what? The emancipation. Let me not mess this up. The Emancipation Proclamation was read here, right here on these grounds. On these grounds. Mm -hmm. Huh? (laughs) What's that? Ooh. (laughs) Ah man, I could have put my foot in my mouth when I asked that question. Just a tad. And no, not now. I mean, obviously I know, but then yeah, and then my accent was so heavy. I feel like it comes out sometimes, like a little country. Hey y'all, like. Just, oh, my gosh. And I was just finding my footing with the natural hair. Oh, my gosh. I can't imagine how I look. Girl, terrible. But being at Hampton was just the best thing for me. And I'm at o- I'm enrolled at Old Dominion. ODU. Yeah, I'm ODU, Old Dominion University mm-hmm. currently. But... Look, if this podcast take off, y'all, or I could get some real coin, I'm going to just go ahead and get my little HU, get get my degree from HU. Mm-hmm. And so with that, I just, I don't know, I'm still, I'm still finding my footing when it comes to school. Mm-hmm. And it really, like I said, I could have been done. But it's also the mindset I had going you have into to be in, yeah. yeah, going into it at the beginning because having an associate's degree, being hyped up from, you know, the school I was at, my high school, it's like, oh yeah, you gonna take your associate's degree and when you go off, you only got two years, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it's supposed to be versus, you know, the edu- the curriculum is different right. for out of state and then also for this private university. Actually, Hampton is one of the hardest schools to transfer credits to, to? and transfer credits out From? of. Yeah. I could believe that because it's kind of difficult for a union as well. 
to kind of transfer credits and whatnot. I think it's the whole premise behind it being a private institution that kind of gives those stipulations. Mm-hmm. And I mean, honestly, I knew I was going to school because I was smart. It was no reason for me not to, but I didn't ever really know. I still don't really know what I want to go to school or why school I chose for? the field I'm in. Like, I'm a business major. I'm about to say, that's your best bet. That's that's my best bet. Just like, I'm simple. good with numbers. I love accounting. When people really don't know, they either go to school for business or they go for literary arts. Mm-hmm. Whatever. You just got a degree. But I didn't feel like I could do anything with a, lit- a literary arts degree besides be a teacher. Be a teacher. I'm sure you can. This is just... Or, well... Or, like, an editor. How I see it. Or, like, yeah. a writer. Or... Stuff like that, that nature, I feel like yeah. I But you have to be interested in literary arts to really apply it, yeah. Yeah. No. If not, you just literally just have a degree. I. But at least you finished. You know, you still got the paper. Yeah. When you know? I do finish, when I do, right. finish. I have three semesters. I just gotta find a coin. I just gotta find a coin. Just get my degree and just finish it out in the field of business and call it a fucking day. But mm-hmm. Hampton will always be my home by the sea. So all that to say, I'm grateful for my college journey. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of things that I've learned from being in the real world that school could have never taught me. Absolutely not. And the way they hyped up how you're supposed to interview and, you know, what employers are looking for. Like, that's not to say it's not wrong, but... I've just never been that person to go. I always went into an interview myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't really do too much research. I didn't practice my star question. Like, I just, I, I wing it. Like, I wing everything else. Like, I'm winging talking to y'all right now. I Like, I, I'm a winger. And it just, it comes out bomb because I'm bomb. And I believe. I, I have strong beliefs. <laughs> I have strong beliefs that, look, we, we going to do it. And so... A little hint of education always helps. Like, of prime it example, does. Of like if you're going on an interview, you don't have to have like the star questions and answers jotted down and ingrained in your mind. But the most mm-hmm. that you need to do is simply just read up on the company that you're going for. Yeah, just like the you know basics. what I mean, the little basic stuff. So when they say, "Have you had any chance to look up, you know, our company and understand what we're about?" And you can say, "Yes, I actually did do my due diligence, and I find that th- this is a company that's family owned, which I find that to be very awesome. I like to be in a family oriented space where I feel comfortable. I'm not just viewed as an employee, but you know me by name." simple shit like that you know yeah. what i mean Just and even that inkling. sounds so good you know i'm gonna have to when i go back and edit this i'm gonna make sure i write all that down because sis, i ain't never said none of that but it also comes down to i feel like the aura i bring into the room is authentic is authentic in the first place so they get to that question like a lot of it the interview will be like we'll be in 30 minutes into the interview and it's like oh we still need to actually do interview more questions questions, yeah so when they get to that question like have you heard about yes all right moving on (laughs) like yo all my (laughs) all my interviews just end up like that and that's just i'm not saying it's for everybody it's just how i'm able to wing it Mm -hmm. the finesse so but what, like going back to what you were saying about school and it does show employers that you know you are accountable mm-hmm. you're able to commit mm-hmm. because school is not easy right 
And it's more so what makes school not easy is not necessarily the work. Is you having to be accountable. Yes. You have to get up. You have to go to class. You have to do your homework. You have to pass your test. Everything is on you. And it's not high school. It's not junior high school. No teacher is going to keep riding your back, asking you for things. If you don't come in with that assignment, that's all right. Points off. You're already on your, you're on the way to more likely fail and have to pay for this class again. And pay for it. Ooh. So one thing that I did have to do was an extra accounting class. And I told my parents from the very first day I took that class, we're going to have to pay for this again because my accountant professor You ain't trying to hit that W period. Nah. <laughs> my accountant professor was just straight up and down CPA certified. Like he was in no mindset of actually being a teacher. He was just kind of talking to fellow accountants. And I'm just looking at him like, sir, like granted I'm in a school of business, but I'm studying computer science. I know numbers, yes, but all this other nuances stuff that you're referring to, that's not my major, and I'm not even comfortable with what you're even telling me. So I'm, I'm gonna thug it out because I needed to graduate. Because I need it's on my curriculum, it's on my syllabi. I gotta do it. Now, granted, I failed with I think I got either a low C or probably a D. I don't even know. I think that was like the C's worst grade I've ever had on my record. But then once I took it the following semester with another professor. I passed with an A. So it's obvious that I'm not dumb. It was just a teaching technique. He was talking to the students as if everyone sitting in that class was indubitably an accountant major, and we were not. Some of us were doing philosophy. Some of us were doing computer science. We're not here with you in terms of the terminology you're using, the pace in which you're going. You need to slow this down in layman's terms for me because this is not my major because then how was it i'm able to pass with an a the following semester you know it'd be like that sometimes but that was the one class that i had to pay that my parents had to pay for i didn't pay for anything but other than that i was still able to graduate on time because all i did was just add that class to my semester so i had maybe 19 or 22 credit um 22 credits i had to earn that semester whatever i got it done because i wasn't going another and semester yeah you got your degree so when it comes down to so you're employed and you've been employed or whether it's with this current employer whatever mm -hmm. and you've had your degree for some years as well mm -hmm. when it comes down to do you re really think it's done something for you Besides to an make extent. you stand out because you have it? Right. Yeah, that's really it. Is that really it? To be honest, yeah. It just shows the commitment that you're able to sit down and actually acquire something on your own volition. That goes a long way because then it shows that to the employer, if you were to come into their company, that you're not going to just up and leave. There's a likelihood that you would like to sit there, be planted, and grow within a career. And that's a nice incentive from that perspective because no employer wants a revolving door of employees. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't look good. Um, especially from their cabinet, their um, sponsors, their, uh, what's the term I'm looking for? It's not coming to mind. But basically the people who help keep the company grow, 
mm-hmm. and go and function every day mm-hmm. um, in terms of insurance, 401k plans, that whole nine yards, that all, all right, that yeah. all pertains to your employment matters. history. So numbers matter. a lot of that numbers is something matter. that they'll always so kind of keep their eye on because they school or no school in 2019 what are we teaching our youth what are what are we encouraging them in 2019 i feel like the mindset is no school one because a lot of people especially the the youth they're growing up in an instantaneous gratification society where a lot of things don't have to be patient you don't have to take your time and go to school like the, a lot of them are getting into an entrepreneurial mindset which i think Mm. is dope a lot of schooling also can be a downfall because they're just equipping you to be an employee whereas nowadays a lot of the youth are looking forward to owning their own whether it be their hairline whether it be a clothing line Mm -hmm. whether it be um photography videography just different creative spaces where they don't have to go to school for that. They can go on YouTube real quick, check out a couple of clips, or they can just literally do it on their own and learn by by their own mistakes. And so depending on what it is you want to do, if you want to be a creative, which a lot of people are wanting to mm-hmm. be, you don't have to go to school. Now, if you want to be a doctor, a dentist, a psychologist, a psychiatrist, whatever that, you know, a computer program, not even a computer programmer, to be honest, because you can do, you can learn that on your own and go and get your C++ certification. You can get your JavaScript certifications. You can get certifications you don't have to go to school for. Mm -hmm. So unless you're doing a particular trade in terms of like first response, like a doctor, a nurse, things of that nature, you should please go to school. I I don't want to die on the table. But anything else, to be honest, not really. really. You can kind of just do it on your own. I feel like everyone, if they can, I don't feel like school should be the, like, definite for all. Right. The only pathway towards success. Like, you don't, I really don't feel like you have to go to school. Right. Don't ever feel like. You do. You do. (laughs) Yeah. Because you don't. Right. But if you can, even like something simple like taking community classes at like um a community college mm-hmm. or even going to like a trade school like to further whatever it is you want to do, just mm-hmm. make sure you have a plan mm-hmm. and you're just not going to be left out high and dry. Right. And if you can go to school like... Even if you could go to school in the midst of like, yo, I'm just going to school. I don't really got to figure it out yet, but I'm here for the experience. I'm here for the experience because I think college is a dope Dope experience, experience, especially if you live on campus, especially if you live on campus. One of the biggest things that I I hate about my college, not no. Yeah, I'm gonna say hate. One thing I hate about my college experience is that I only had that one year my freshman year mm-hmm. on campus on campus and that's then, the best year <laughs> and, mm, it was the best year and i didn't fully embrace it i didn't i didn't recognize what i had mm-hmm. and what it was going to mean to me later like mm-hmm. for me to sit here right now like i should have really enjoyed my freshman year mm-hmm. more than what i did a lot of my freshman year was 
pretty much trying to figure myself out in a new environment. Of I course. mean, and this is for anybody. That's ev- yeah, that's yeah, that, this is mostly for everybody the first year. Right. That's why a lot of people start getting to clicks real quick. Because we're right, all just trying to figure it out. I was never a click person. That's cool, too. I wanted to be so bad. <laughs> I wanted to be a click person because I just wanted, like, I think it's dope to see, like, groups of friends mm-hmm. and having people. Like, I, I've never really had that. A little click to go sit at the lunch table and get your sandwiches yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like... I just bullshit on the square or something like that. Well, actually, let me take that back before my best friends get on me. Like, no, I guess we were kind of like the, a clique, like a trio, like me and my um two best friends from this day, like that I grew up with. But I don't know. The clique in my head is the cliques I would see on TV because I'm from a small town. Like, you know, you see shows like, I don't fucking know, like Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> Or I'm just trying to think of like even a good Stevens. teenage, even Stevens <laughs> or uh, Hannah Montana, stuff that despite the actors or whatever in high school mm-hmm. and what it looks like. And I just never seen that. <laughs> I didn't know what it was like to be like, oh, what are you wearing to school? And on Friday, we're going to go to the movies or hang out because mm-hmm. there was no movies and mall where i was at unless you had a car and so and also goes back to i'm not from that area so i was never anyone's first choice Mm -hmm. to get invited to a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. and so being in college as a freshman coming from a small town i really was in all sense of the phrase, trying to find myself mm-hmm. and constantly checking myself because, yes, I came in as a freshman, but now I have it in my head that I'm not really a freshman. Like when I go off to school my freshman year, I'm technically a junior. So I lived in a freshman dorm my first semester. Mm-hmm. And until Hampton got all my credits straight, and Gave me what I was owed, I would I was entitled to. All right, forty um, acres. As <laughs> look, as soon as they got all that straight and my credit sh- reflected me being a junior. Yeah, I moved to a junior dorm. I I moved to an upper class upper classman dorm. dorm. Yeah, yeah, I, I moved to an upper classman dorm, and that's one thing I will say I regret. A lot of people don't like using the word regret. They feel like oh regret. Mm-hmm. Nah, I. I have no shame in saying it. I, I regret that. I regret not taking the time where um, Hampton has this curfew up until like homecoming week. Mm-hmm. So not taking the time to really meet the other people in my dorm, mm-hmm. not taking the time to actually meet the people in my class. I really did think I was better than everyone because I had them credits mm-hmm. because I was a junior. Right. Y'all are freshmen. Right. But I'm not. I'm a junior. But no, Brittany. You're a freshman. You're a freshman. Where you're a freshman with credits, but you're not. That's like, a conundrum, you're no though, and that's us. yeah, that's interesting because how and do you truly view yourself? Fresh- like, yes. am I am I a freshman because I'm just new to the campus, or am I actually a freshman? Because in all actuality, you're not. You are a junior. 
due to your grades and due to your credits. Like you only have, like you said, three semesters left, whereas a freshman has a smooth three years left. Mm -hmm. So there is a difference there in terms of mindset, in terms of what it is you need to get done, the classes you're taking. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense. It was really a big identity crisis for me Mm -hmm. because all of that on top of, yo, like, yes, I'm a junior credit-wise. Right, but in age and experience, I'm still a freshman. and experience, I'm still a freshman. Mm -hmm. I've never lived out on my own outside of... That too. Like, this is my first time I'm living out on my own. I'm Mm -hmm. in a completely new environment. I'm in a whole other Mm -hmm. state. On my own, yeah. I... I'm a freshman. Yeah. But don't call me a freshman. Right. Right. And that's why that's an interesting space to be in. And that was something that I I struggled with up until I just realized, yo, I can't even focus on school no more because, like, I have real life shit going on. Yeah, that too. But it kind of, yeah, it just really fucked my head all up. Yeah. Because also in that sense, I'm trying to hang out with the upperclassmen. Mm-hmm. At Hampton, they assign you big. So you're, as an entering freshman, which should have clicked right there, as an entering freshman, my class name is getting the graduating senior's name. So if I'm a freshman and I'm classified as, um, our class name is Ogre Fi Ogre, 16. Mm-hmm. So if I'm 0 I'm repping 0 then you're a freshman, bitch. Period. Right. Yeah. Or claim something else. But you ain't coming with them, so you can't claim. Like, yeah, it was it's just, a lot. it was really, honestly, a lot. Yeah. And then going into also how I viewed bullshitting on classes, I felt like college was another way. I wasn't, I couldn't just be smart anymore. I couldn't just be a smooth talker. Right, no. I did have to show up for class. Right, they treat you like an adult. I was not above anyone. Right. You will I fail. Just you, you will talk pay my for the class again. Extension, <laughs> right? Or why I was absent? Or they don't care. Even bullshitting on like, oh, okay, well, I'm still ahead. So really, if I wanted to spend my four, that that whole, I my mindset was fucked. Mm-hmm. I don't have to spend four years here, but if I did. I'm going to be graduating with everyone else that's my age. So it's like, am I really? Like, man, it's. It's a lot. <laughs> even to sit here and try to talk about it, it's like, I can't even figure that shit out. So right. we're going to move on. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so school is really up to the inv- individual. Yeah. Just do your research. Make sure you're not going in because someone told you you need to or you feel like that's the thing to do. Like. Find out what it is you really want to do. And if all else fails, it kind of helps just like as a back burner, so to speak. Like even if you don't actually use your degree down the line, it's always nice to have something to fall back on. Mm-hmm. Just in case, it's, you know, And just in case. Look, and it's also okay if your degree doesn't line up with the job you end up getting. Which usually doesn't. Not everyone who studies their particular major or their respective concentration is going to have a career within it's that. It's very rare. Realm. It's 
it's few and far between. Some of them, you know, it does work out in the end, especially if they do the due diligence and from like sophomore year, junior year, start doing like internships and things mm-hmm. of that nature to kind of get their foot in the door. So when the time comes and they walk across the aisle, then there's a great likelihood that they'll have employment opportunities there. But if not, duh, you have it. You're and that's no kind of how coming it is out for me. of college with a expensive ass degree you might have loans for mm-hmm. and you pretty much interviewing against someone who you're doesn't starting have all a over again who may have more experience than you that may have more experience than you yep because it took me it took me forever well not forever because i never got it i was looking for a career opportunity in computer science after i had graduated i think within a year's time i just could not find anything so really in the interim of that i just got into administration so i became like a receptionist uh hr generalist and you know coordinator got into project management operations but thankfully to that it opened my mind to so many different industries that i got familiar with different people i got to connect to and it just kind of expanded my resume like my resume looks great anyone who reads my resume they're like wow you have a lot of experience you can kind of be put in any realm because i didn't just stick with my concentration which was computer information systems i didn't get to program anything but nevertheless i got to gain a lot of experience and expertise in other areas where it's very useful and helpful down the line within any particular industry. So it just, it all depends. Sometimes you can be, um, you know, one-sided and you get that career path with what you studied, or you can just be a well-rounded individual who can kind of dip and dally into other areas, which is just as great as getting a career within your, you know, respected field. And that goes back to what we were talking about earlier. That degree, when it comes down to it, like it may not be the thing that defines who you are or can will define how successful you will be. Right. But when it comes down to it, like if you have a degree that you can't get a job in that field, like you can't get a job in that field that you got your degree in. What y'all know what I'm saying? Um, you have a degree mm-hmm. and what's shocking to me is, so you said computer information systems. Mm-hmm. How could you not find a job? Well, I didn't do my due diligence and get an internship to really get my oh, foot in is the that door. Really what it is? I really feel like internships really, 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 really help a lot. Um, even if you don't get a job with that particular company that you're interning with the networking the experience that you gain will help you down the line because even if they don't employ you they will usually refer you to another company where then you can start your career so i think me not taking the time to intern that kind of hindered me and the quote-unquote lack of experience that people fucking kill me with because that was something that ate my spirit for i think a year it frustrated me that people kept complaining. Well, it wasn't a complaint, but they kept stating that I didn't have enough experience, which I feel like, okay, Mm -hmm. of course I don't because I was in fucking school. So are you saying now that I was in school that actually held me back from getting a career to get the experience that I need? 
to propel myself it was just like a whole it was a whole thing and it, you know what <laughs> i know that's a real thing but i kind of am blind to it because i know at hampton in order to graduate you had to have internships that's dope they were they were part of which helps of your people curriculum get, and they have to be know, paid careers. internships you That's can't just better. get an internship. You have to get paid because you have to pay for the class. You have to pay for the credit. Right. So they want your internship to be paid. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting to me that, you know, why isn't that just a requirement for all schools to, to make sure that their students are doing internships? Who knows? Not just like, oh, we have a career fair if you're looking for something. Right. Like, no, like, why isn't it just mandatory for everybody? Mm -hmm. Who knows? Because that's that's something I do see on Twitter. Um, One of the highly debated topics about y'all want to. Y'all want a bachelor's degree and five years of experience and da 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 da. -da. Mm -hmm. It's like, yo. I have the degree, but I don't got the experience. I just graduated. I just got out. I just graduated. I'm fresh out. I don't have the experience. So now are you trying to say I can't use this piece of paper until I go and get experience and get experience somewhere? Yeah. 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 I just keep quick applying on Indeed and just and, hope. And that's the frustrating thing, and that's why it's always Someone a tip a for chance. tat between going to school and not going to school because had I taken those four years from 18 to 21 to simply learn and just get a job out the gate, I'd be further along than me going to school. Because especially the first two years, let's be honest, let's be frank, those first two years mm -hmm. of college are a waste of fucking time and a waste of fucking money. We're doing a whole bunch of general studies that we didn't have to fucking do. If anything, I had already done that in high school. Why are we doing that right now? That's always been my frustrating thing. Like From the moment I start college with whatever concentration i'm studying that should be it out the goddamn gate don't give me philosophy if i'm not studying philosophy sociology i'll take that because i actually did like that class a, a good bit because that keeps you subject. just aware it helps you with communi communicative skills and things of that nature so i will always appreciate classes like that but a lot of the classes that i took my first two years were indubitably a waste of my time and i always complained like why am i not simply studying computer science right now so then i do have an acquired experience under my belt so when i go for these interviews and things of that nature it's not just the paper but i actually have the mindset behind it to hit the ground running i didn't have that and so that's what hindered me and so i was like well fuck it i'm organized i'm detail oriented i'm still good with people even though that's not what i wanted to do that's why i wanted to stu com study computers so i can kind of get away from people but yeah. how ironic life works so i'll just do you know administration human resource whatever have you and use my communicative skills people, okay. and just right and just <laughs> you know thug it out but because of that money, that coin, we all need it. We gotta, yeah, I mean, the bills don't stop. They don't just say, oh, what was me? I'm sorry about your opportunities. But on the 15th, we still need such and such amount. Like, they don't mm -hmm. care. So I, you got to just keep moving with the times. And that's what I did. And I think a lot of what I literally probably just got over this a month ago, maybe even a week ago, that because I was so high strung on, oh, I have these credits, or, oh, like, I have an associate's degree, I'm only, I had turned 18, like, 18, 19, um, well, 18 going into college, but then 
19 when I tried to do my sophomore year and it just didn't work out. But it's like, yo, I have these credits. I done lost my damn train of fucking thought. Mm, come on, bring it back, Brittany. Come on, come on, come on. You were talking about... What were you talking about? Come on, Nikita. The no, frustrating seriously. thing of not studying my major from the moment I started school. Oh, yeah. That's exactly it. You're so welcome. The frustrating thing for me was, yeah, I have... I had to check this. Oh, okay. So I was talking about a week ago. Boom, boom, boom. All right, here we go. We picking back up. Check so one. I feel like I just got over this like a week ago to where, because I was so gung ho on like, yeah, I'm a junior. I have these credits. Like I'm not a freshman. I'm not this. And seeing people graduate before me, not just graduate before me like the the people I came into Hampton University with as a freshman not just them because they did have like their four or five years whatever right Mm -hmm. but seeing people from where I'm from because remember how going back to how I was saying like it's a five-year program I did it in four Mm -hmm. not everybody did do it in four they thugged it on did the five they did the five Mm -hmm. So not only do you have the other people who did it in four graduating school, I graduated with you. Mm-hmm. Y'all got your bachelor's degree. Mm-hmm. I ain't got shit yet. Mm-hmm. And the people that did it in five, who I should have been like one up, right? Right. Not saying I should have, but this is just how I was thinking. Right. right. Statistically, you were supposed to be because you to. finished before they did. And they're graduating before me. Mm-hmm. And then you have the people I came in, like I said, into Hampton with as a freshman. And I was like, oh, I got junior credit. They're done. And they're done. Mm-hmm. And I'm still sitting here with my same old degree, my same old associates. Granted, the amount of semesters I needed or the amount of credits has went down. Like, over the years, I'll take classes where I can pay for them or whatever. But really, for me, it's just life. Mm-hmm. And I did honestly use my momentum because I did lose, excuse me, I did lose my momentum because I realized that what I want to do in life doesn't require the Acquire the degree. Right. The degree. So it's like, oh, I'll just. And then don't be fooled because a lot of people who do graduate and get the degree still don't end up doing shit. Mm-hmm. So. Don't don't be phased by that well, either. Look, I'ma just let y'all know. If you got a degree, look, you better than me. <laughs> no, but for real, like, but or I could say like that's how I was thinking, like literally mm-hmm. a week ago. Which is fair. But now like I'm cool with it. I just know that everything is in its own timing and its own path and I, I can't hate it. I can't hate it at all. And like you said, what you're striving for and what you deem to be successful for you does not require a degree. It doesn't at all. And so, so if you get it, cool. If you don't, cool. And now it's to the point where I just do want to get it. I don't know when. Just to have it on the Maybe if I put a date on it, then what? I, but I haven't even thought to put a date on it. I just know eventually I'm going to do it. 
I mean, you can do it whenever and you I want. And I want to do it just because I don't like not finishing, finishing anything. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, fair. I just I just don't like the fact. It's no reason why I shouldn't have it. But just don't stretch yourself out with a time frame either, because while oh, I was I in was. school, there were people. <laughs> there were people who were my parents' age, if not older, who came back to finish. So you li- luckily it's students. college. You can come back at mm. any given time and get your paper and walk across that stage. There is never an expiration date on educating yourself. So that's never a big to do. Even though I get what you're saying, like you never want to have anything incomplete, so to speak, in your life. That's fine. Yeah. But you definitely don't have to put a stamp of time frame on it because, like I just said, you can be of any age mm-hmm. and get it done. Yep. So, that's so we'll fine. get it done one one day. Cause you do have to pay for it. So and sis, thank got coins right now. There you go. So support this podcast. Yeah. Support this podcast. Look, start a GoFundMe. Send Britney black ass back to school. I can't. <laughs> Help me get my degree. You know what's gonna keep me warm at night? That's right. Those, Those degrees. degrees. <laughs> but then you don't want to be like that person either. Right. Who has nothing more it's- but degrees you don't have anything to show for it no real career no real nice house no car paid off you're just in debt continuously getting degrees mm, that that's interest. a little foolish too but it's all up to the person Sally May, Na- what is it navient navient do you know mm. how to pronounce it i know you don't got no loans but you know who i'm talking about i know who how, you're talking how you about say it? i have no idea oh, fuck i'm a new yorker so i'm gonna say navient i don't know oh i like navient we're gonna go with that navient <laughs> We're going to go with Navian. Navian is who's deducting. You know what's worse? <sighs> I love LeRae. I love it when she does this in her set. She's like, I don't know what's worse. Student loans, <laughs> like having student loans, mm-hmm. or having student loans and not having a degree. Right. I will always say not having a degree is worse. Because mm, then you exactly. really wasted your money and your time. Time and my goddamn I could at least sign up for one class so they could at least stop taking the money out, right? But I have I no idea how that works. Need to pay for the one. Mm. Y'all just help me out. Help us support this podcast. Mm, support mm, this podcast. Mm. And also another uh, tidbit I want to leave for you guys is that education doesn't necessarily to be have to do with school. No, you can educate Thank yourself you. on your own. You can read on your own. You can research on your own. You can do it on your own. Just when someone says that they're educated, it does not have to be stifled under the umbrella of going to school. There are a lot of people who are very articulate, who are much more smarter than I, and they didn't go to school or finish school. So it's possible, guys. Education is key, but you have to be accountable and do it for yourself, whether you're going to school or you're learning on your own, but you still got to do it. And whatever the situation is, just know it happens. Every day, B every day be so we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up i think this was a how do you feel about this session how do you feel about this i feel like this went really smooth i think it went really well um i'm very happy about this it was a nice fluid conversation that i think a lot of people don't take the time to care about Mm -hmm. but it is something that should be mindful because children of all ages have so many things going on and you don't want to lose sight of continuously educating yourself mm-hmm. whether it's in school or Are out you an education junkie i wouldn't say an education junkie but i do love to continue to learn 
I like no, to continue too, to some people, expand my mind and expound on things. Right. I think the perfect example of what I I'm thought of with Education Junkie was um, you seen Girlfriends? Mm-hmm. Oh, thank God. Finally, I mentioned something she's seen before. Lynn. My hippie sister. Education Junkie. She, is an, she was an Education Junkie. That is true. Education junkie. It ain't bad, but you should learn something new every day. So yep, I don't every find day. anything wrong with every that. Every day is a learning experience. It should be. If you're I not learning in some form of fashion, yesterday. right? If you don't learn in some form of fashion every day, to me, you're already dead. Pew pew pew. Pew pew pew. So yeah, um, thank you guys for tuning in. This is a nice little mellow episode. Give you some insight, something to think about, and yeah, yeah. we'll. Talk to you next week. I was going to say see you next week. Y'all can't see me. Right. Unfortunately. But that's in due time. That, that's but definitely too. tune in for next Wednesday and every Wednesday after. Look forward to different conversations, different things to just probe the mind and possible prompt questions. Guests. And possible guests will be definitely coming in the works. So definitely, you know, just stay in tune with us. Grow with us. Learn with us. Expand with us. There's so many people out here who don't connect. And why not be with us? I think we're pretty cool people. I think we're pretty chill. I know I'm dope as fuck. And that's not to sound cocky or whatever. I'm just entertaining. Like, I think so. Do you know me? Yeah. What brought you here? Check my page. I'm just myself. That's all. It's so sleepy. Yeah. My girl's a little sleepy. I'm a little sleepy. But I like it because it, it keeps me calm. Because every now and again, there will be times where I get real rowdy. I don't know if it's the New Yorker in me, the Caribbean in me, or just me being crazy. But And I know yesterday I be had like this that sometimes. you know, what I really wanted to record. Your energy ain't there for that. <laughs> so I, I, even though I wanted to do two episodes today, nah, I'm going to, we're going to chill out. We're going to, you know, see what this audio is sounding like. And then I'm going to get my cue to back. This is me typically NTA. Nah, she's. Nope, I can't deal. But just be on the lookout for next week. Yeah. Thirsty Thursdays tomorrow too, so I think we would be going live around like eight thirty nine. So just make sure your notifications are on. And for real, this is we're out. Ciao. And I bet you that was the best one we recorded. Fuck yeah!